Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Monday, October 31st. Uh, stocks are for sale this morning. So you have S&P futures down 25 points. That's about 65 basis points. Dow futures are off 174 points. That's about 53 basis points. And then the NASDAQ futures are down 96 points, which is about 80 basis points. In Europe, you have the major indices trading off about 10 to 20 basis points. And then in Asia, most of the major indices traded well, except for Hong Kong and mainland China. The Hang Seng fell about 1.1%. So tenor of uh, the market this morning is cautious. I think a couple of items are in focus. In Russia, Ukraine, you had Russia withdraw from the grain export pact. Um, and then this morning, they bombarded Kiev and then a bunch of other cities with missiles. Um, so certainly a setback on... on um, in the war in Ukraine, there were some headlines out over the weekend from officials in the Kremlin talking about negotiations with the West. Um, you know, clearly it doesn't seem like you're you're going to see any breakthrough imminently, but um, that's one factor behind the selling this morning. Wheat prices are up about 6%. Corn is up. So some of the agricultural commodities are being bid up this morning as Russia withdraws from that agreement. In China, the MBS PMIs for October fell short of expectations. Uh, Hong Kong Q3 GDP fell short of expectations. And then you have a slew of kind of negative COVID headlines again, where the country, you know, uh, continues to impose very stringent restrictions um, when it comes to containing this virus. So you had um, MGM Macau was shut down over the weekend because of a dealer contracting COVID. They're now rolling out mass testing in Macau. You have this huge uh, iPhone plant in mainland China that has been dealing with an outbreak of COVID. Um, reported in Reuters this morning about how iPhone production at that plant could slump 30%. You have reports of workers fleeing that plant. So just a lot of kind of negative COVID headlines uh, out of China this morning. Interestingly, the in in Hong Kong, the cause of the weakness really was property stocks. There. They actually had the casino stocks trade decently. And then tech um, you know, performed relatively well as well in Hong Kong. Um, so those are the two main factors. I think China and, and Hong Kong um, are, are contributing to some of the sell-off. And then obviously we went into the weekend. You know, Stocks are very overbought right now. Um, and there's a lot of optimism into the Fed. Um, you know, My whole view on the Fed, I've been writing about it and I write a lot more in the piece. Um, I think you're going to see this slowdown in the pace of tightening regardless. You're going to go from 75 to 50 to 25. If you have 25 hikes all throughout next year, that's not going to be conducive to higher stock prices. So looking now this morning, you have treasury yields got up again. They were up Friday. And you have Fed tightening forecasts that are rising again as well. Um, this can't continue if the S&P is going to get above 3900 So 3900 had been my approximate price target. We're at that level. Um, you're going to have to have treasury yields fall from, from here if the S&P has any hope of kind of sustaining a rally above 3900 So... Um, I write a lot more about it, but for the as looking at over the course of this week, the Fed to me is really not the most important event. It's going to be the jolts report, which you get tomorrow, and then the Friday jobs report. You need to see economic data in the U.S. really start to weaken materially to get yields lower, to get stocks higher. EPS estimates have downside risk at this point, so any further upside is going to be incumbent on multiple expansion, and you can have multiple expansion um, unless yields fall from here. So that's kind of my view on uh, on the S&P now as we're at that target of 3,900, which I've been talking about. Um, and also just one other thing that makes me nervous is you had a lot of the buying last week um, came from kind of frustrated shorts and, and people who are very negative fundamentally, but were nervous about falling further behind 
um, on a performance front. So you have a lot of renters in the market that have been buying the tape last week. Those are all going to be very weak hands um, that are going to kind of um, pull the exit ripcord at the first sign of um, any type of uh, setback. Uh, I'll be back after the break with a look at the calendar. So for today specifically, there's not a ton on the calendar. We are going to get to Eurozone CPI for October at 6 a.m. Um, and then you have a couple of U.S. economic numbers, but nothing too critical for earnings. Again, it's a relatively slow day on semiconductor before the open is probably the most interesting. After the close, you have Aflac, uh, Avis, NXPI. Um, those are probably going to be the big ones. Looking out over the course of this week, so you have a bunch of central banks, RBA tomorrow morning, Fed on Wednesday, Norway, BOE on Thursday. Um, as I said earlier, I think the U.S. economic numbers, the jolts you get tomorrow, the U.S. labor report on Friday, those are going to be most important macro event in my view by far, just because, like I said, you need to get yields down if you have any hope of the multiple expanding further. Um, and then it's another very busy week of earnings, um, but we're kind of past the peak of kind of the important companies in the market. So the volume of reports is going to stay very heavy, but the reports we, we're going to see now are uh, from companies that really aren't going to move the entire market. So some of the notables for this week, um, like I said, on semi this morning, NXPI after the close, um, you get Pfizer this week, Uber, Fox, a lot of media companies. So Warner Brothers, Paramount, a bunch of semiconductor companies, Skyworks, Cuervo, Qualcomm, um, and then and then others. So I have everything laid out in the piece. Um, but like I said, I think those labor reports in the U.S. are really going to be um, the key determinant for how the S&P trades, not so much the Fed. I think, like I said, you're going to see the Fed slow the pace of tightening, but that alone will not be enough to get the S&P above 3,900. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.